everyone, and welcome to the Music City Hammers podcast. This is the show that's based in Nashville, where it's just, you know, two, two guys that are fans of West Ham, just sort of giving opinions on whatever, you know? any Anything West Ham related, anything Premier League related, we're, we're just there for it. We'll tell you what we think about it. If you were just wondering what we were thinking, well, this I mean, is you're the place gonna to know do it. it. Yeah, now you're going to know it, and I'm, I'm glad we get the opportunity to fill you in. But, yeah, it's a, it's a pleasure. Yeah, it was a busy weekend for us. It was it was a busy week for us. I mean, three games, three wins, three clean sheets. Yeah, uh, you you can't I, ask for better. I got you, nothing to complain about. You cannot ask for better. Yeah, I mean, and uh, should say we're including the Everton game yeah, that we've three, already done yeah. an episode about on in those three games. Yeah, but yeah. that I mean, we absolutely destroyed Gank to begin with. That game felt. Really good. That game felt awesome. And, London and, and, Stadium was hopping. Yeah. Everyone was excited. A lot reasonably of, so, too. Yeah, reasonably so. A lot of great performances all across the pitch. Great teamwork, good coaching, good decision-making. It's, it's, it's fun to watch. It is fun to watch. Well, the thing is, is I, I remember in terms of how, how we watch games, you know, we're over in America, so we are limited in the sense yeah. of we have to watch it on a screen. Um, and so, uh, you, you were just getting off work for that one. And yeah, so, uh, yeah. Genk had just scored a goal basically as you were walking into my apartment to come watch it. And I was just like, man, what a, what a garbage way to start this. You know, like, uh, this is bad. Then it came off as offsides and I'm like, okay, great. This is fine. Mm-hmm. Not too much happened for the rest of the first half. But then, as our man, our man, as soon as Bird Craig Boy Dawson, Dawson, <laughs> um, as soon as soon as he scored his goal, I think that was basically all the motivation we needed. He to, is like, a menace, yeah. menace set piece. That's what I like, and I think we were, we were talking about this last week too. Like, I think I, I'd like to say we made a prediction. Law. Low, <laughs> we was prophesying over Craig we're, Dawson. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> the prophesizing boys. Yeah, I t- well, see, I the tell American you, the American soccer boys are yeah, talking right. about Craig Dawson making headers I, and set pieces. I'm just, I'm happy to see him as a sub. Well, was that, yeah. that was against Everton? He came in as a sub. I think he did. Yeah. Yeah. So I was excited to see him as a sub in the Premier League game. Then I was happy to see him starting Europa League. Right. He he's a strong. Player, I I am very happy with Ogbonna Zuma lining up as our yeah. as our starting center backs in the prem, but man, was I happy to see Dawson Diop too. Diop had Diop an amazing really game. Both of them had great headers. I I don't think there was a single person on our team during the Gank game that did bad. Everyone, oh no, yeah, no. everyone eventually sort of showed up and did something absolutely mm-hmm. incredible. Another just. World class performance, yeah, by Declan Rice. Great performance from Thomas Suchek. Multiple, multiple times that he had contact with the ball, shots on target, and just good saves. Yeah, are out of his control. Same for Vlasic. Great chance for him. Right. Great. Oh my shot. god. Yeah. And I, to be fair, it was great, great block. block. Yeah, it was yeah. great block <laughs> it was too. A really good block. So, yeah, yeah. At times, at times, Gink did stand up. Like they didn't just roll over and let us run all over them. Yeah. Well, I was about to say. I think I remember watching it. Like I kept saying, like, "Ooh, Ito scaring me." You know, like Ito had a lot of really great, like, yeah. Their, their keeper had a, his name escaped me, but their keeper had a great performance as well. A lot of really high quality saves. Right. Um. That to be said, I think a good showing from Ariola. 
once again yeah, in the Europa League. He had a couple of moments that were scary this time, you know? Yeah, Still a did. clean sheet. Still a clean sheet. Still a clean sheet, yes. But Areola normally is a guy. A little bit of luck involved on the one who came out. Yeah. I think that was the right choice to come out and try to collect it, but the execution was just a little well, bit lacking. So I don't think that's the thing. He wasn't trying to collect it because he was definitely like fist ready to punch oh, it, that's punch it yeah, away. Yeah. And mm. so that's why I was saying, like, when we were when we were going back and watching through just to make sure, you know, we had like our collection of things to talk about before this, it was like Oh, I saw I saw his hand was in a fist and that was like that would have been the right call to punch yeah. it away. Yeah. Execution was pretty bad though. Because yeah, that so was that, scary. That's, that that was luck. Yeah. That we didn't get scored on there. One hundred percent. I mean uh, yeah, I think Ariel got a little lucky on on the gank game to yeah. um you know, to basically still keep his clean sheet record. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I'm glad we have him. But, though. but yeah, same. I, that that's also a good, good bit to be said on the defense is that they were also just doing a great job. Yeah, never got broken down really significantly, and great performance from center backs, from the left and right backs. Everyone, everyone yeah. just did good. I was very happy. Very was, happy with yeah, it. I, I like it was. It was just a great game, you know. And yeah, I leading. feel like we're gonna say that about every game that we win, you know, because <laughs> I feel like it's hard to be like that was a great game. It was yeah. fun to watch our team lose. But I, I think you now, know? like, I don't want to say it's it guaranteed. I don't think it's mathematically guaranteed yet. But um, I, when we're gonna be in the tournament, Europe oh, League tournament, yeah. we are we're leading our group comfortably. I was about to say very I feel comfortably. Like, are, are we basically the only ones in our um? In our group that haven't lost yet. Yeah, everyone else, everyone else is, has three least, points right now. Yeah, so they've all beaten each each other, and then we've beaten them all. That's awesome, man. Ah, oh, so dude. I'm so I'm so proud, and I think uh, that goes to say too. I think David Moyes made every appropriate call for that game. Mm-hmm. You know, like in terms of who was starting, who was playing, who he subbed off. Yeah, know? formation changes, everything was. Very well managed. I was about to say, and Very even well like as soon as we started comfortably winning, you know, him switching off Rice for Noble was mm-hmm. one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's great because we're really going to need Rice whenever we yeah, play Tottenham. See, see that's yeah. something I think that now that we're pretty safe in the Europa League, right? Something I would like to see. I would love to see Mark Noble captaining captaining those teams. I would love that week dude. in week out. Because well, like, the he, second he came on, me and you were like lit up. Yeah, it was just I, like ooh. I was so excited. I think that I I would really love to see him take the helm of the Europa League stuff and That'd Rice and give yeah. Rice some more time off to rest his legs. Yeah, keep, keep healthy and keep ready for the Prem games. Rice um, Rice puts in enough work to warrant getting a little bit of rest time. You know. Yeah, and, and he's not. I don't think he's really showing the wear and tear right now. But you know, I I like in the back of my head, I'm just like, all right, I want I I do want to see some noble playing, but I'm also like, okay, I want to make sure Rice stays healthy right well and it's also like we were th- longevity speaking like yeah. rice is gonna be there for a while we hope you know oh and then never leaving yeah and noble is retiring this year you know which is yeah, like i do want to see more of i i hate to see it you know him retiring but that said it's like if he is retiring then i definitely want him to go out on like a I absolutely obliterated a the Europa field, League know? binge. Yeah, that's oh what I want to see. That just reminded me that like <laughs> Noble basically ramming into that guy that uh, had just flopped before. Um, oh no, he'd fouled. He'd fouled like for no, it wasn't for now. It was, it was Europa League. He had fouled. Maybe it was Bowen. Yeah, I love Scrappy Noble. Yeah, Scrappy Noble's probably we my saw new Scrappy Noble against United. 
against Jesse Lingard specifically yeah. started it. And then, I mean, he has gone around just Specifically like, in the Carabao Cup against United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Scrappy Noble came yeah, out Scrappy for Noble, the penalty, uh, which was a little bit disappointing against Yeah, not, not that Scrappy Noble. Well, I think that, that sort I, that of fed was into what, it. That, I think that's what fueled Scrappy Noble. Yeah, I think that's really what Carabao. did. And I was so happy to see it. I was I, too. He was playing aggressive. He was making good plays. I mean, was no it, ankle was safe. Was it the Man U game where he basically just did that purposeful handball? <laughs> yeah. That, was, then, that the, was absolutely one of my favorite things ever to watch because <laughs> he, he basically, he just like, he wasn't looking at the guy. He knew exactly what he was doing. He just oh, like yeah, kicked yeah. the ball straight into his hand and he, without even looking, just raised his hand up like, oh, handball. <laughs> yep. I don't I, think that's good and well, proper. I think, he, I think he even turned around. Like he wasn't even looking at the ref, nor was he looking at the player who he, he just committed that to. Oh, yeah. No. He, he, he just he turned around exactly. and was like, hmm. It was brilliant. <laughs> well, yeah, and so um, I like yeah. one of the Genk players, you know, just got a foul or whatever, and then uh, mm-hmm. he, he was like rolling around on the ground, really trying to sell it, blah blah blah. Yeah. And it was yeah. it was like it was lame to watch because you could see it on the replay, like there is no real contact, there is yeah. nothing to it. And then yeah, uh, the next thing where <laughs> what, what did we say? We're like. Oh, you want a foul, buddy? I'll give you a foul. Yeah, yeah, because like, basically yeah, he, was all, it. he was already on the ground and yeah. all that. And out of nowhere, he just charges in with the shoulder and just like rams into the guy. Mm-hmm. It, was, yep. it was so good to watch. It was just like, oh yeah, I, I love watching him play dirty. I think it's especially knowing that he's just a good character off the pitch too, you know? Yeah. Like, um... There's a couple of people where it's just like going back to, you know, this current weekend, like seeing Ronaldo kick the guy on the ground. Dude, um, that was so uncalled for. Like, uh, definitely worth a yellow. In my eyes, probably worth a red. I was just, I think if it was anyone other than Ronaldo, it would have been a red card. I think so, too. That, like, I saw that and I was just like, whoa, whoa, like you don't. You don't do that. Also, that's you yeah, don't it was, do that. It was a completely ungentlemanly. Yeah, no, I mean, I understand you're losing by four at home. Yeah. Well, I think at that point I was only by was three. Was it three? Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, but, yeah, because the fourth one came like in stoppage of the first half. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, you're losing three down at home to an arch rival. Yeah. I understand. I get it. You're frustrated. I but get you you're frustrated. Kick someone that's on the ground. He kicked him twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the first one, it made a little more sense, you know, like it, he still had the ball and it was like relatively in play. But the second kick was definitely that. The point I was yeah, trying yeah. to make before we get too off track yeah, sorry, is that roundabout. there's there's some people that like when they play scrappy and they get frustrated and they start being really no, aggressive. But, no, but I think that's a different type of scrappy. That's, that, because that's, I think, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's like yeah. you, you can tell it's like there's a type of scrappy that's like really clever, almost fun See, to I watch. I think the nobles is the clever. It's, it's clever it's fun and no one gets hurt in the end you know yeah like it's there's it's yep. so harmless just nipping at ankles yeah that's all that's all he's doing and it's uh, yep. it's it's so it, he has this tack to it that just makes it feel like classy <laughs> like like imagine yeah, imagine like a, a proper gentleman like showing <laughs> hitting up hitting you with his cane <laughs> like w- just basically walking into a china shop destroying everything mm-hmm. but picks up a tiny little teacup which is the last thing that's unbroken mm-hmm. and just takes a sip, pinkies up. You know, like that's class. Yeah. It's so you know, it's, you know. it's destruction yeah. with a hint 
of like I'm a gentleman on top yeah. of it, you know. It it's it's just good. It's it's such a thing that I, I'd like I'd love to see more of it. And especially yeah. if it's like he does it in such a way that's so um tactical that he doesn't really get cards for it, you know? Like he probably should have gotten a yellow card for absolutely just ramming into I forget the guy's name. Yeah, I it it was I think it was Elbow's first. It might have been. I'm pretty sure it was Elbow's it first. It was rough is is what i'm trying to say it was, hey he's aiming for balls as far as i'm concerned oh yeah <laughs> right yeah like you're not gonna get anything else out of me <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was all ball i stand by noble <laughs> yep infallible noble infallible yeah well, that's that's the thing man i feel like honestly i'm at a point where any of the west ham boys could could make a mistake and i right. nope yeah nope. that's what i'm saying see that's good that's good that's where you need to be yeah yeah blind loyalty Precisely that's that's, where that's all we be. ask for yep yeah, I don't know. Well, that's the thing because you know it, uh, I used to be a really big Basuma fan, and then uh, row, 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 yeah, at the Ruh-ruh-ray. nightclub with the whole. I guess uh, I was watching the Brighton game, and then there's uh, talking about like, oh yeah, Basuma's in jail. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's why they're not doing great. Yep. And then I was I was looking into that case more, and it's just like, oh yeah, he's it was like a sexual assault charge or something like that, and I'm just like, oh, I guess I can't really be a Basuma fan anymore. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying, man. It's just like I feel like every person we have on our team is just like quality character, great, great on and off the pitch, and it's just like they're so lovable. Mm-hmm. And you could tell, like the announcers, they like each other. Yeah, they lot. do. Yeah, and it's like there's there's so much love going around. Whereas, like I don't know, I feel like when you watch us play against other teams and you see them go again, like talking to each other and interacting, it's one of those things where it's like you can tell that they're angry and frustrated with each other yeah. for not doing whatever was expected. You know, well, like, and I well, I think that with us, there's a healthy level of frustration. It's like okay. Let's talk about this. Yeah, like, let's get it together, boys. Yeah, because naturally there's going to be friction. Yeah. And we were talking about this with Everton, too. You know, when Pickford's Mm -hmm. basically sitting there just stomping and screaming at his defense. Well, that's Pickford. Yeah. Man, it's kind of fun to watch. So... But that's, that's that's what he does. That's that's just him. That's a character trait, you know. It, like it is a trait. When you th- when you think uh, Jordan Pickford, you think you think stompy, angry. You know. Are you over the an absolute least little thing? Yeah. It's, if the ball is on his half of the pitch, mm-hmm. he's gonna be. He's pissy. angry. Yeah. Yes. He, he's a man that doesn't like to work. I think. <laughs> Does he want a handout? Yeah, does he want a handout? <laughs> so, you know, and it's funny thinking about this is like uh we're talking about English football and here we are being our little southern characters like he's a dirty <laughs> liberal wanting a handout. You know? <laughs> you know? Hey, that daggum Jordan Pickford. That daggum Jordan Pickford over Shot there. Tell you. <laughs> 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 Speaking of which, Jordan Pickford probably had a rough weekend too, because you know, going up against Watford, I mean, they, they lost made him work. By, you know, five. Watford scored five against them. Yeah, five. I imagine I I didn't actually end up watching that game, but I imagine how much stomping he was doing. Um, I want to circle back real quick. Yeah. Speaking before we get to this week's Premier League action. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know who didn't play in Europa League? Who? The entirety of Tottenham's. Starting squad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they all got rested. They all so got, they yeah. T- just because they were taking on the massive right West Ham, and that was something on what was it Thursday or Wednesday? I can't remember. There, um, one of the two. 
Thursday. I think it was Thursday. I think yeah. it was Thursday as well. Because yeah, they were still like and a because of that games. they lost their Europa Conference League game right one to nothing. Their B team did, and then their A team, off a full week of rest, drove across London to the beautiful Olympic Stadium, and lost. Yep, again, to a West Ham team. Who, who, to be fair, was also fully rested. Well, no, Rice wasn't. Suchek wasn't. No, that's fair. But, Bowen wasn't. But who scored the goal? Antonio. Antonio, baby. Wow. Yes. I felt very justified wearing well, my Cresswell jersey. Well, Cresswell wasn't. So it, it was Cresswell, Rice, Suchek, Cresswell, Bowen. I think Cresswell got rested. No, no, he, he was in the Europa League game. He started it. Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, so he was he was coming off just a handful of days of rest. So Rice played the majority of the game. Mm-hmm. Suchek, I believe, played all the game. Bowen played the yeah. majority of the game at Europa League, and they still walked in there. Yeah, and won. They and they uh, Suchek had a lot of uh, he had some great opportunities uh, for well for Nels. For Nels had some Pablo. great opportunities. I love Pablo. He is such a fighter. Yeah, he. Well, his, his heart spe- is showing. He's almost, he was almost a literal fighter on the Tottenham game. Considering yeah, I'm, I'm still kind of confused about what happened there. I don't know if dude like was like dissing him while he's on the ground. If he uh, yeah. spit on him, I don't think he spit on him. I didn't see that. Or I, I mean, I don't know what happened because that that seemed very. Was it Ro- Romeo, right? Or uh, yeah, Romeo. Yeah, because uh, or Romero. Yeah, Romero, Romeo, Romero, something too. like that. See, here's the thing, man. I'm loyal to West Ham. He's, I he's feel like newer. I should really be looking into I other teams. He's newer. I don't remember him from last season. Yeah, I could be dumb, but probably basically dumb. what we're talking about is you know there's a, a little sp- uh, spot where uh, Fornals had like this wonderful thing where he had managed to keep it in play from going out for being a. I mean, he made, he'd put Royal on skates. Yeah, and he like he put he put like two guys on skates, and then he got fouled pretty bad. Like basically leg over leg cross trip type of thing oh yeah and he fell yeah. down he slid out like it was a bad foul it was one of those things where it's like you know maybe it could have been a free kick it w- it wasn't really yellow card worthy it was just like it was just a bad foul you yeah know? yeah um but then as he's like laying on the ground it's not like he's like wasting time it's not like he's like writhing in pain he just like you know fell put his hands over his head because it's yeah. like that's what you do when, when you, you fall. fall you're just yeah. like ow i just fell the, the, you know, Romero, that's exactly what Fornell said. That's, he yeah. fell down. He goes, "Ow, I, I just fell. yeah." That's that's yeah. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what he said. But yeah, and Romeo's like, "Oh, you fall, old boy." Um, no, but that was the thing. It was just like it, all, everything about it seemed one hundred percent reasonable. Yeah. And then Romeo just comes up and like leans over him, says something disrespectful, and like. I I don't know. That's the first time I've ever seen a temper on Fornells because he like snapped. He like grabbed his legs, stood yeah. up immediately, and Cresswell had to pull uh like just basically pull people away. Yep. Yeah, and the the benches cleared there too. All the subs were out, right? Out and about trying to separate people. So that was that was a definitely something was boiling over there. I think part of that could be Fornells could have been a bit aggravated because he had so many great chances. That's true. And a handful of times was great saves, yep. lucky blocks. There's, you know, yeah, I'll give it to Tottenham that, like, they played a good game, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, there are times I was properly scared. There's a, Well, yeah, especially with Sun, it, like, anywhere near the penalty box, I got but, really scared. But something that is to be said is Tottenham's last chance on target was in the 43rd minute of the game. Right. They did not have a single shot on target the entire second half, which is just well, that speaks for our Bonkers. defense. Zuma did incredible. Johnson did incredible. 
Oh, uh, Fabianski did great. Fabianski had a great game. See, Aug- I, Augie thing- and Zuma both had great games. Cresswell looked great. He had the assist. Yeah. And Johnson was like going up against Sun for most of the game. Right. Well, you say Cresswell had the assess- assist, but to be fair, he takes every corner, you know? Well, no, Bowen takes corners. He takes I, the other side. I feel like I almost always see Cresswell. Uh, he has damn good deliveries, though. He does. And they're always right where My they should be. My goodness, are they good. He's great at a set piece. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of set pieces, I mean, like, we have had so many goals from set pieces in the last few games that oh, yeah. I feel I feel like we are actually a legitimate threat now whenever we get a corner free kick. I mean, a uh, penalty maybe not so much considering uh our luck with those this year have been not not super great. Well, what? We little, only had dismal. one. So, yeah. you know, it's it's hard. Solid 0%. Yeah, solid 0% <laughs> penalty um, conversion rate, but But yeah, the out of the last 3 games, so that being Everton, Genk, and then Tottenham, of our 5 goals we scored, 4 of which we're off of set pieces. Right. Which is astounding. Yeah. Absolutely astounding. That's pretty good. I, I, there's nothing to complain about there. I mean, I, th- I feel like oh, we're, no, we're no. a legitimate threat now. Yeah, we're making chances in free play. And we're fourth in and, the Premier League. Oh, man. Yeah, so talk about that. I think that overall the four-horse race for the Premier League title has gone down to a th- three-horse race oh for sure i think realistically, I mean, after after seeing man u against liverpool they're they're kind of and for well, i mean unless there are drastic changes oh, over the january transfer window and and people getting new players in or managers being fired new people getting brought on or just complete paradigm shifts at man u i think that it's just it's going to be chelsea or liverpool or city and i think right now and the way and the form that each of those clubs are in, I think for me it's got to be Liverpool. Oh, Liverpool for it's sure. It's got to be the favorites well, if they can stay healthy. Dude, that's the thing. That's the thing. Liverpool, with Liverpool. I, Liverpool against Man U. That like as much as I don't ever want to like give any credit to a big six team. Yeah. Liverpool was really fun to watch, and I I I, I more so enjoyed the dismantling of Man U. That, I wasn't. I was so. Into I that. wasn't. I was just happy. That someone was having a really bad day. Yeah. Uh, out of the two of them. Yeah, yeah. That's where most of my joy came from because Liverpool played some really good, really good football. Right. But, man, you also played some pretty, pretty poor football. Yeah, they they, they just suck. They look bad. Yeah, they look really bad. Yeah, so I don't know. And that was great to see, especially because it's like, you know, considering we were kind of the ones that started them on their little losing streak uh, in the Carabao Cup, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm, I'm happy with that. You know, like I, you know, we may have oh, lost yeah. to them in the Premier League, but we kind, we knocked them out. You know, like yeah, we that, did. they're no longer in the cup. That's something that like I have to remind myself every day is we're the ones that made sure that man. Only <laughs> way I keep going, man. It's how it's how I stay afloat. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're the ones that knocked out Man U from so, Carabao. You know. So. I think I think at the rate they're going, they're in a road of trouble. Oh yeah, right now they're they're up the creek without a paddle. Well, and, and, and that's something where I was like, Oligana, oh my god, what Oligana Solshard, Solshard, yeah, he he's he's like, I don't know how he's going to keep his job because he literally has some of the like biggest hottest players out there. Well, that that's what I just don't understand because I look at their list of players, right, and then I look at their form, yeah. And I'm like, 
How? I, I just don't understand. I think I don't understand. I think this is the inherent issue with having a team full of like superstars. You know, is all of them want glory? You know, like none of them. No, but at the same time, none of them were willing to to play together. It seemed like it was just eleven people, sort of doing their own thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like they're yeah. all just sort of trying to be individualistic. They're not. They don't form function as a team, which is something that I love so much about West Ham because it's like it really seems like there's no true ego on the team. You know, like Mikel Antonio is absolutely insane. He's an incredible striker. Mm-hmm. He's fast. He's nimble. He can like get around defenders like it's nothing. But you don't see him as like this cocky, overconfident terrible guy that you just yeah, like want yeah, to fail yeah. he's one of those dudes that's just like he's incredible and he's got the right attitude towards it you know oh yeah which is why it's fun yeah. to watch man you sort of crash and burn you know yeah, that that's what i got so much enjoyment out of watching that game not for liverpool yeah for man you the dumpster fire that was the game right for them so that being said, we're sitting fourth. I think we're sitting at, I mean, at the time being, I think we're sitting comfortably fourth. I think so. As it is. Our, our main competition, and that, wouldn't that be say, I think that it's well within reason that we could fight for a Champions League spot oh, this yeah. season. I think I, so. I don't, I don't think it's too much to ask to say we can get top four. Oh, we can be in that fourth spot. I think we could definitely be in top four. Um, because Leicester have hit form a little bit over the last couple games. Yeah. But, but they're still, they're trailing, you know? Like, yeah, they're still trailing. They have a lot of ground to keep up. Yeah. They, they have a ways to, to go. Up. Everton, same same deal. They're kind of hot and cold. Everton's kind is. of trailing off. They had a really great start, and now they're yeah. sort of. Well, I think once Calvert Lewin gets back, and once That's Richarlison true. gets back, like fully, well, not subbed in. Okay, yeah, good point. Because um, I was about to say Richarlison played against Watford, and he did yeah. score a goal like yeah, almost exactly. immediately. Yeah, so. exactly. So, so once that he and Calvert Lewin are both fully back, yeah, then I think that'll be the real tale as far as everything goes. But that being said, with them being out as it is. That's hurting Everton. Yeah. And that's keeping them a bit down on the table. So I think I think those two, so Leicester, Everton, Man U, are people who'd be fighting for fourth. Wolves have been on a pretty good upswing, as it's been. Yeah, but I don't, too, I don't see them. They're too far behind. Well, yeah, there's a long way to go. I just don't see them being able to, to, to keep the pace. And I personally think Brighton will fall off. Oh, I think so, too. I don't it, think. I think I, they've had a great start, and kudos to them for having that great start, but I don't think it's going to sustain. I think yeah. That, I think they'll end up, like, upper of the lower half. I, I'm thinking, like, an 11th, 12th. It kind of seems like a lot of the teams that I was sort so. of, like, following from the start is like, man, these are, like, pretty good teams, you know? Like, all of them lost the players that I was like, wow, this is what's making these teams great, you know? Like, yeah. Basuma being gone from Brighton, um, Richarlison and Calvert-Lewin being gone from Everton. I'm just like, yeah, man, yep. they, they are struggling without them, you know? Yeah, I think so. And I mean, that's uh, I still don't ever want to subtract from Damari Gray because that he's great. I've got him on a fantasy team, so I'm rooting for him. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, speaking of fantasy teams, I am so proud of the fact that almost every match week, like, half of the midfield and like at least one of the forwards is a West Ham player. Yeah. That is you know, it's, and it's like, it's awesome because you see like the ideal fantasy team is a ton of like man city, Liverpool and you know, man, you, um, people like in, yeah. in the pitch, but then yep. yeah, like speckled in there is all West Ham folks. And it's like, that's awesome. That's like it's awesome to see that like we are sort of in the competition to be yep. like even classified amongst them because they're like watching them play. It's like mm-hmm. wow, they're 
They're insanely oh, yeah. good. Another metric for me is Alan Shearer's Team of the Week yeah. every week at the Premier League Post. And this week, Zuma was on there, and right. so was Fabianski. Yeah. Well, Fabianski did just so like, good. He had a great game. There, yeah. there's a couple of shots where I'm like, I, I'm glad he was where he was at because good on him, yeah, good on him, yeah. And, and he always too much right crazy good game. Oh yeah. Well, there's crazy one where they, uh, they, they, he do, didn't even foul out a guy. He just sort of stood his ground, like kind of like mm-hmm. ten minutes into the game, and like he just stood there and basically was just so dead set on getting the ball he was like i don't care if this is a challenge or anything he got there first the guy rammed into him and injured himself and wasted like whatever the stoppage time was for the first half it was like three minutes of time of him just rolling around on the ground because he bumped into zuma i'm gonna hark on it again i i think we talked about it in the last episode but kurt zuma is assimilating into the squad super well oh yeah yeah and we did talk about it it was just like he, and i just want to reinforce that this week too even saying just how on how he's interacting with people on the pitch and how well he fits into the scheme and also on just in the locker room and on the practice field yeah. every everything that i see is that he is a great addition as a personality as a as a human as well as a player right which yeah. is good to see it's great to see I just, I, it seems like the team works strong. I, I really want to get to the point where I, I feel like when I was watching all the games, it felt like where sort of we were lacking a little bit yeah. is kind of figuring out our formation of how to pass, you know? Like, I, I noticed we were holding our formation really well of, like, everyone knew what their job was and mm. they were sticking to it brilliantly, you know? Like, yeah. you, you'd see Zuma intercept the ball from, like, an attacking Tottenham player mm-hmm. and then immediately, like, run it forward, get past, you know, the front line, give it to a midfielder, and then immediately run back to go back to defense you know yeah because he you know he knew his job he knew what he was there to do and he did it brilliantly so i think i think where we're struggling a little bit is actually getting the ball forward because i i know we rely a lot on uh counterattacks yeah. and stuff like that like waiting yeah. for their defense to sort of filter up to us and then intercept it and run yeah. it back but like i i feel like it, it'd almost be to our benefit to just start really working on like you know liverpool style tactics of just like knowing exactly when to pass waiting for brilliant opportunities to you know do through balls and stuff like that and just yep. like get, create more chances you know well i i something that i think it, it will continue to improve over the course of the season is declan rice's dribbling forward yeah he's done a great job of pushing the ball up as well as right and left back ben johnson was also more attacking, I felt like in the Tottenham game, mm-hmm. even back at the Everton yeah, he, game. Yeah, he did spend a lot of time on on their side of. Yeah, same same with Cresswell. I think both of them were making great progressive runs, as well as Declan Rice, in into the box. And then once people got situated up into the box and were pressuring, I felt that Thomas Suchek was doing a great job of linking up passes to get the ball around to yeah. both sides of the pitch and sort of poke and prod and try to find weak points uh, in the defense. So I think that that's something that is changing from last season to this season mm-hmm. tactically. And I think it's something that's going to continue to improve because I feel like each week it's already getting better and better. It and is we're getting attacking better. better. Yeah. And, and we've been playing better squads too. Like it was looking good against Everton, looked better against Tottenham. Yeah. I mean, next week we're playing a bit of a struggling Villa. Yeah. So 
I think that that'll be a great test. I want to get a couple goals on them. I do too. I feel and like I want to keep another clean sheet, even though they have a lot of good attacking power. They do. With I don't team. know. Villa Villa is one of those teams that like I do respect, but they have sort of been struggling these past few weeks. Yeah, and it doesn't quite make sense to me. I, I understand the monumental loss that Jack Grealish was going to City. Right. But at the same time, they got Danny Ings, right. who's also proven. Yeah. And is a great player. So I'm not quite sure what's tripping them up. I haven't, I haven't, to be honest, I haven't watched the whole. I, Billy I game haven't, I haven't really either. I've just, I, I, I remember like just looking at the matchups and going like, oh, that should be a Villa win, and then going and seeing them, you know, either, yeah, you know, getting a draw or losing, and it's like, yeah. wow, that's. So I'm not quite sure what's going on there, but that being said, I think that we can have another really strong performance against them next week. I think we can, and um, I, that's something I I would like to see them. Like we we've been winning by very small margins, you know, mm-hmm. and I think at the start of the season we were winning, you know, by at least two, and that was yeah. I really enjoyed the eight goals in the first two games. Yeah, that was pretty I insane. really enjoyed that. That that was I, I think those specifically are really the reason I was just like you know like it, this this is my first year really following the Premier League. That's what got you to buy in. Yeah. I, and I think so, you know, because yeah. I was like it, originally just looking at all these teams of like, who can I get behind? Who has a great story? Who has good players? And it's just like yep. watching those first couple of West Ham games were like, these guys are it. Like they yeah. have such great personality and they just they play so well. Oh, yeah. It's all it's it's so it's so great. So, yeah, like I would love to see us get back into that sort of shape of like. Yeah, let's just destroy Villa. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I want to see an obliterated, like, cr- people crying. Yeah. Because it, it's uh, it's away, right? It's an away game. Yeah, I believe it's at Villa Park. Yeah, exactly. So that's one of those things where it's just like, I would love to see them just like all the fans super pissed off and upset because they got decimated at home. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. And I, well, I think with that, in the current form they're in, and I know that there's no easy Premier League game. Even Norwich. Right. And. Well, Chelsea would say otherwise. Oof. Yeah. We're going to gloss over that one. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to open that can of worms. That right. was an abysmal game. But that being said, I think we can field a bit of a stronger team versus Man City. Yeah. Um, in the EFL Cup. And maybe have a mixture of A and B team versus Villa. Right. And still be okay. Like, let, I, I let, think so let too. Rice. Suchek, be midfield. See four nows would be mid, and Antonio. Yeah. Nah, maybe, maybe start Yarmo against City as a true striker. Right. Um, and see, then sort of have a mix going into Villa. That's something I'm curious to see how City views us. You know, like. Well, how- I, I mean, like, like I was saying before, in the first 13 matches across all competitions, City and us have the same record. Right. Nine two and two. So, yeah, they're, I mean, they're probably looking at us as, like, some serious things. So that's the thing. I mean, I'm, we're in fourth in the Premier League. We are doing pretty dang good. We're doing well. I just hope they underestimate us. That's something I'm saying. Because Man City well, is a team. Our current form doesn't really help because we're fourth in the Prem. Yeah. We have the same record as them across all competitions. Mm-hmm. And our last three games are wins. Yeah. I just I, I don't so, want them to play their A team at all. Well, that's the thing about Man City is that their B team is still could beat most of the teams on a good right, day. Right, that's true. But I don't think so, I don't think anyone's B team could beat our A team, you know. 
Don't I'm, give me that look. <laughs> Don't give me that look. Not, I, I have blind faith in, in the hammy boys. You know, and I'll, I'll let you keep that. So I think that we can we can definitely continue on in the EFL Cup and maybe next time, because uh, since we only draw tougher opponents, we'll take PSG. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was one of my favorite jokes. Well, we really did get an awful draw for the yeah, EFL. Yeah, we did. That's we a, did. How, how unfair can you get? Just like, oh, hey, yeah. Hey, we took it on the chin. Yeah. Beat United. We're now about to beat City. Yep, and then that's the we're going to beat the next best team that's in true. England, that's, PSG. That's, that's our next <laughs> That's our next game coming up is uh, Man City, and I'm, I hope we do good. I yeah. just like, if, if we can beat them, oh my God, West Ham, like the hype train is going to be like... <laughs> we are massive. People are people are going to be at the next station trying to hop on, and it's going to bear like the hype train is going to barrel through like gonna five barricades and cause like a citywide, you know, like national... Yeah. News incident, you know. Yeah, that it's it's gonna be insane if we win, and I I hope we do. I because especially if I mean, we get out of the EFL, we will. Yeah, if if we get out of the EFL, like that's one less thing to be excited about, you know. Yeah, but at the same time, the, I'm gonna I'm gonna be, be happy to watch. I'm excited to watch, and whatever happens, we can we can take positives out of. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, because you know if we won, obviously we've won. We're going on, and if we don't win, then that's one less competition that we have to worry about for right now because we we've got a lot going on we do as it is it, it almost uh, well i don't know and that feels great it does that feel feels great. really good well and it's it's nice you know because there's some teams where it's just like you know their fans have to wait you know every week <laughs> newcastle yeah every week for like or even more for an international break you know just to watch their their, their fellas play but it's like you know we get three games a week, man. We yep. get we get spoiled, and we're trucking through them. Yeah, and we're winning. Yeah, all of them. Yep. And it's that is a great feeling. That's something it where it's feeling. like at the end of the week, I sit back and I'm like, you know what? The divorce is going really hard, but like, thank God, my boys are doing great. Yep. You know. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's getting me through is West Ham football. Yeah. Exactly. So Dis- disclaimer: I'm I've never been married. I'm not getting a divorce. That was a lie. It's a really private man. I don't want to get into it. So I'll spare you this time. Um, that being said, I just get so happy. I do too. I, I, Watching West Ham. I I, it, it, I I have a. I'm obviously very nervous mm-hmm. if we're even level with someone. Yeah. Uh, especially if we're down. But honestly, that makes it so much more fun. Because especially no, no, like, I, yeah, it does. Going up against Brentford was something where I was like, we should destroy them, and it felt so much more crushing to not win that. You know, well, also it was a stoppage time winner. Yeah, which, which just, that that is one of that's that a, being said, our our two losses, one an absolute peach of a goal by Jesse Lingard in stoppage. That oh, that made that me made me so, so mad. upset. I was so yep. mad at him. I was incredibly upset with him. Um, How could he do his old team that dirty? He should have whiffed it on purpose. He but really that's, should have. That's neither here nor there. Right. So that and then the the Brentford stoppage goal are the only two losses we've had since in right. all competitions since the season started. Right. Which is pretty dang good in my book. Only two losses. Yeah. I don't know. So, there's, not, there's not much you can complain about. It's just like it's one of those things where it's just like they it sucks. It feels bad to lose. Mm-hmm. No matter how good of a day you're having, if West Ham's losing, it's a it doesn't feel like a good day. Oh yeah. You know? But I mean, those days are long, long behind us. They are. That doesn't matter. This week we beat Everton. We're we doing beat good. Gink. We let's, beat Tottenham. Let's kill Man we're, City. We're yeah, we're about to absolutely tear apart 
the Manchester cities, and we're the biggest club in London. Yeah. And it feels good. It feels great. We're we're sitting at a good spot, and I just want us to keep excelling. So, any any final comments? You know, um, I I don't think anything related to West Ham, uh, more podcast related stuff. I yeah. feel like um, just in terms of the direction of how we're gonna do things. Uh, obviously, this one's coming out a little bit uh, later than uh the previous uh we're gonna try to aim for game days but we are working boys this uh podcast is just a uh a fan fueled love of west ham so you know bit of a side piece yeah so you know we gotta we we gotta do we gotta do some work try to treat it right real and some money but uh but yeah so so this one's coming out late we're gonna try to at least do it on game day or the following monday after premier leagues um, and then, uh, we might try breaking it out into segments, um, you know, trying to experiment with just the format see a little bit. what fancy. Yeah. See, see, see what feels good, what feels yeah. right, what makes it more entertaining for whoever is listening overseas or in America or anything like that. So. Or in my headphones. Or in my headphones. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll loop it a ton of times, <laughs> you know, maybe get us some sponsors, you know, like. We have a yeah. hundred listeners in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. I think we could pull like what Rolls Royce, yeah, something like maybe that. Maybe Aston, Lotus. Oh yeah, Lotus. Yeah. Nah, you can have Lotus. Well, it I'll doesn't bode. It doesn't bode well to be sponsored by Lotus right now, does it? Yeah, no, that's probably no go. <laughs> Rip Norwich, <laughs> right? No, I, yeah, I'll take Aston Martin. What What would you want? Like Tic Tacs? Yeah, I'll take. <laughs> yeah, I'll take Tic Tacs. That sounds good. Okay, cool. You, you get the nice cars. I'll have the minty breath. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's a fair trade. One of us is going to have way better kisses. So, all right. Well, that's it. Uh, we we basically covered all we can talk about for this week. And then uh, next week, we'll, ha- we'll have some stuff to say. We got, We're we got to be some... rustling up some trouble next week. Yep. That's we'll, we'll either be feeling really great or really bad. And I think there'll be no in between. Yep. And I'm hoping it's the former. Yeah. Because yeah. honestly, even a tie won't feel good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be pissed if it's a tie. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, signing off for now. Thanks, thanks for listening, for, everybody. Thanks for listening in. All right. See you.